Hello and welcome to episode 48 of the Not Yet Adults podcast. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Colin Jeffrey, joined by the one and only Times 3, Eric Zayas. Hey, your boys are back. Your boys are back. So I'm just going to, you and I have talked about this already, but I'm just going to get the elephant out of the way here of like, we keep doing this thing where we post once or twice and then go away for like three weeks. We're elusive. We're elusive and mysterious. You got to keep people guessing. Otherwise, they take advantage and they just or they take it for granted. And they're just like, oh, there's another episode. I'll watch it when I can. But when we just hit them every now and again. No, it's it's not some elaborate uh, marketing strategy on our part. Um, so, I mean, usually it's some combination of either Eric has stuff going on or I have stuff going on or, or whatever. This one was all on me. Um, and, and so basically what happened is kind of the division of work for the podcast is I usually edit the episodes and then Eric does all the social media. And for this one, I edited, I don't know, maybe half of the way through or something like that. And then my premiere, which is the editing program I use had problems and I had to backdate it. And when I did that, I lost the editing for the episode. Um, and so then I was just like, God, threw up my hands, the whole thing said I'd come back later. And I came back later to it, and for whatever reason, uh, it was a period. I'm doing a little bit better at this now, a little bit more just because I have to. Uh, but there was a couple-week period where I just had no motivation to edit anything. It was I had this other big video for YouTube that was like really long that I'd had on my to-do list for forever, and I just, every time I sat down to edit the podcast or that YouTube video, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't get motivated, and I, eventually we got the episode up. Um, and I, I mentioned to you and I apologized for, you know, how long it had taken me, but then you had this really good idea of, we should talk about motivation as a topic. Kind of worked perfectly in mind because I was like, I don't know what to talk about the next podcast. And I noticed this one was taking a while to come out and I just thought, Oh, I'm sure it'll come out in his time. You know, Colin's busy. I don't want to bother him. And then when he came to me or came by, came to me and he texted me and said, you know, explain the, you know, the situation and how he, you know was uh having difficulty finding motivation to work and stuff i thought okay awesome so one i know the podcast is going to come out and two that's actually a really good idea for a topic for next episode and i i even checked like our previous episodes i'm like we must have talked about this already look through all of them and i was like i must have been thinking about the confidence episode which you definitely talked about but like there was no episodes about motivation i was like what how have we not talked about this well and and f- i feel like for you and me i don't think we've done a bad episode but i think for you and me that's the sign of when we're about to do a really good episode it's like wait a minute we must have done that before and then we go through the backlog and it's not there they're like oh crap we need to do this now because we have a lot to say on the matter and so it's not just going to be us like you know kind of rambling it's going to be us like, oh, this is actually something that is going to be good content. Content, capital C. Uh, yeah, and I, I think, I mean, I don't want to speak for the folks listening at home, but I feel like motivation is something that a lot of people can relate to, whether you're a creative person or just someone who has to be productive in their everyday life. Like, I feel like motivation is something that we all have and then more likely than not all struggle with. Um, so, yeah, where, where do you want to start, Eric? What do you think a good place to start on, on this capital M giant topic of motivation where where do you think we should start well I think at least from a creative standpoint there's a big challenge uh for people who um kind of think should they wait for motivation to strike them and then create or should they seek out motivation and grab it and or try to get their own motivation that's a challenge 
that I think could be just, we could start with discussing. You and I are both creative people. I don't think that's tooting our own horn too much to say that. Where do you fall on this? Do you, do you feel like you have to wait for motivation? Do you feel like uh, you kind of just start going through the motions and then motivation will follow? Or, or is it just kind of like a switch? It's just there or it isn't? Like, how, how do you feel about that when you're doing something creative? Honestly, I haven't worked on a creative project in some time. I find that the only way for me to get anything done is to not wait for motivation, but just like figure out, okay, here's what I want to make. You know, and then kind of like I might be the opposite of a lot of people where I need a schedule. I need like a designated time to create stuff. Um, And so like I'll especially when I was in college and doing writing classes, even if I wasn't feeling certain particularly creative one day, I knew that if I don't if I waited for to get a spur of creativity to start writing so I could finish my uh, short stories in time that I wouldn't finish them in time. So I was just like, okay, at this time on this day, I'm going to write X amount of pages. And I would get there, and when I was in that time frame, I wasn't writing the whole time, but I knew that, you know, this is the time for me to write. And a lot of, one thing I do for creativity at least is I like to pace around the room and sort of, you know, get my head space in a place where I'm thinking of ideas. And so what I'll do is I'll sit in front of the lap the laptop or the computer screen, stare at a blank page, like, okay, I have no ideas, get up, pace around, and then I'll start, you know, thinking about the story and thinking, like, okay, this is what I can do, and I'm like, wait, I know what to write, then I sit back down, start writing, and do that, and, like, typically within that time frame, by the end of it, I've reached my page count, if not exceeded it. I love, first of all, all of that, but specifically the pacing around the room thing you mentioned, because I do that so much, and I always feel like a crazy person. I'm like, like if like if someone saw me right now, they'd be like, this guy needs to be committed. Like, this is not good at all. But, but the fact that you're like, oh, I, I paced around the room and talked to myself. I'm like, OK, cool. I'm not alone. That's so good. That's, that's so reassuring. When I was a lot younger, I used to do it um, like in the living room or in the kitchen. Uh, and my right. and before I even you know ever wrote anything down, I would just think of ideas for stories. And my parents would see it and be like stop <laughs> and like they made I, I like i didn't even realize it was like something that looked weird until they said like you're worrying us please stop that you know or, or like they would ask like what are you thinking and i'm like ah, you know, not, i'm not really thinking about much and it's not true i was thinking of a lot but i didn't want to stop and tell them because it was like it, it's my stories are kind of for me well and also you seem like a crazy person when you're like okay so i got this idea about these two kids that go to a high school and they're like where is you need to just talk normally this is weird seriously so i just started doing it in my room basically and that i only really do it when i'm writing but yeah well and for me like i so i take the bus to work every day uh but the bus is like two and a half three miles from my house so i have a walk that, to get there since i hate driving uh and for me like like oftentimes my mom or sister will be like oh do you, do you want to ride or could we coordinate going out with maybe taking you to the bus or whatever and I almost always say no, because for me, I look forward to that walk because for me, walking is like extended pacing of like that's time where I can just think I I don't have to be answering calls. I don't have to be working on anything. I can just walk and think and brainstorm. And that's like a really cathartic thing of, of just like put in, you know, earbuds and listen to music and you can just get lost in an idea. But when it comes to like motivation for like certain tasks, do you find for you whether it's like something like school or work do you f- 
think it's a better strategy or maybe strategy isn't the right word but you know what what have you found more success with kind of uh seeking out motivation for yourself or waiting for it to come to you so this is a hard one uh i i used to call it procrastinating i i don't necessarily have quite that negative of feeling about it anymore but for me it's it's i i wait to the point where i can i have a whiteboard in my room and so I'll, I'll literally like wait until i get to the point where i know everything i need to do that day i'll make the list of that thing and then i guess part of it is waiting for motivation but it's mostly just when i see the list and i understand in my head okay i can do all this in an hour and a half then I can pretty much just go and, and get it all done at once. I typically don't sparse all the stuff out throughout the day if I don't have to. Um, but for creative stuff, I have such a hard time. Like, just, I mean, as you said, like, you can just sit down and start working and kind of the motivation will follow a little bit. I am the complete opposite of, like, I'll sit down, I'll have all my stuff ready uh, to, like, write something or edit something or whatever, and I'll be there and I'm just staring. And I'm like, I can't work like it because it's just it, it's like it's there. Or it is. For me, it's literally with creative stuff like a switch, like it's on or it's off. Do you get that block? Yeah, it's I don't even know if it's a block necessarily. It's just like I'm not feeling it like I, I just it's it's not there. Like I know at a technical level what I need to get done and it's just I'm bored. And, and I feel like when you're pushing through that, at least for me, that usually shows in my work. And it's like, if you're not excited to work on something, especially the thing that's supposed to be like your kind of creative escape from the rest of your life, then it's like, well, maybe I should just not do this right now. So that's, I, I don't know. But in terms of uh, work stuff, like you mentioned, of just like things you have to get done, it's usually just like, okay, I'm here. It has to get done right now. So I'll, I'll do it. I usually don't have too hard of a time with that. Yeah, it's, it's amazing how like different motivation can come to you when it's creative thing versus a work thing or versus like something like chores because with chores i mean i like i procrastinate pretty pretty regularly and with chores there's like a sort of priority tier that i have like okay i know that this like something like garbage that has to go out on tuesday nights because they're going to pick it up on wednesday morning and if it doesn't go out then we're just going to be overflowing with garbage so I just do it because it's like I know I have to do it. But with something like sweeping the kitchen, I'll get to the to the day and the time that I've set my schedule to do it, and then I'll go to the kitchen and be like, "Eh, I'll do it some other time." And so because I like, you know, think of it that way and think of it as something that I don't have to necessarily do, I usually procrastinate, push it and push it, and then it like never gets done, unfortunately. Um, so like the motivation can be. So if I can just like switch my brain to think that everything has to be done at a certain time uh, or else we'll all be swinging garbage, then I would get, I feel like I would get so much more done. Procrastination creeps in so easily with me. And something like creativity, uh, it always, at least for me, seems like something that can be pushed and, procra- and like procrastinating. It's like, oh, I don't have to do it you know, until a certain time, like, I need that deadline, and it was, if it wasn't for, in regards to the short story, because they're for class, if it wasn't for that deadline, that feeling of, like, if I don't do this by the due date, it's done, I'll just get an F, my teacher won't be like, oh, just, you know, turn in whatever, my teacher will just be like, you're just, you failed this assignment, and here's the next one, so, because I knew that due date was coming, it didn't matter whether I was, for me, at least, whether I was feeling a creative, I just knew, I kind of treated the create creative short story as a chore in that sense and like okay i just had to do it 
And I, I don't think I created some of my best work because of that, to be honest. The thing that what you mentioned about chores reminded me of, I want to say it's a quote from a house, but it's like, you need to do laundry, the bathroom needs to be cleaned, and the house is on fire. Which one do you take care of first? And, and it's very much like if you can trick your brain into thinking that every one of those things is the house on fire, then you can get a lot more done. But our brains don't really work that way. It's It's like oh, I don't want to go clean the toilet because no one wants to go clean the toilet. But if I can put it in a frame of reference where it's like, okay, company's coming over tomorrow, so I freaking have to clean the toilet, you know, then then you can kind of, like, give yourself that push. That There are usually two motivators, I should say, major motivators for my roommates and I for cleaning the house. One is we're just like sick of how dirty it is we're just like right. we're living in filth and like one of us will be will like lose their mind to be like okay we, i gotta clean and then like if the other roommates are home and see it they're like okay i'll help i'm not doing anything so you know um also we feel guilty seeing one person clean not cleaning and the other motivator right. is we're having a party and we can't let people know that we live in filth <laughs> so we just start cleaning the whole house and they come and they're like you know it just looks they don't even say anything because they've the only time they're over they see that it's clean and they're like oh this is just how these people live and it's like yeah totally you touched on something else that we didn't have in our run of show but that struck a chord with me and that was um sort of that that balance between procrastinating and and working up to a deadline and how sometimes that's really good and sometimes it's really bad um obligatory late night reference that i relate everything back to every episode hey late night late night but uh that reminded me of editing for late night especially um in our last year i did a lot of the editing for the videos that we would do and i rare we would meet every sunday like it i don't remember what time but it was sunday nights we always met i would rarely start editing anything before saturday night or sunday morning um and so like uh Sam Trilline, I think, was probably one of the videos I was the most proud of to have edited while we were there. And I didn't start that till the Sunday morning, I think, before we met. And for me, it's one of those things of when I was younger, a lot of my teachers and parents and stuff would call it procrastinating. And it is to a certain extent. But on the other hand, there's something about kind of racing the sun and trying to slide in under that door at the last second that motivates you to work better. And I, I, I feel like people are maybe built differently in that way. But like I was uh, working last night and I'm filling in for the main editor at work. And so I'm, I'm editing everything for the shows. And like up until we do four shows and the first two were like really easy. I had a lot of extra time. And then the third show, for whatever reason, from the second I got back to my break to the second we went on air, like I had no extra time at all. I finished editing stuff for the show literally like 30 seconds before we went live. And on the one hand, there's that thought going through your head of, oh, what if I don't finish? This is really bad. Crap, 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 crap. But on the other hand, it weirdly gives you this motivation to work faster and better than you could under like casual circumstances. Yeah, different people are motivated by time in different ways. I know for my sister, for example, I've heard that she works best when she's under the pressure of the taking clock and when it gets down to it she lights when she shines for me if i leave something to the last minute it's because i've messed up <laughs> and because i've let procrastination get the better of me and it's i can finish it often but it's not going to be good work so like for me i need to like when i get an assignment or a task i don't typically finish it immediately um but if for the ones that are really easy and i do like oh, it's a 
it feels like a weight's off my shoulder because I don't like dealing the stress of knowing that there's something to do that I haven't done. But for me, the best work I ever I do is if I have like a big essay or a big project, figure out how much time I have and what I have to do, like split it up into segments. Like, okay, do this on Monday, do the second part Tuesday, do the third part of Wednesday. It should be finished by Thursday. Like, I'll edit on Thursday and then Friday's when it's due. That's when I do my best work. Like, okay, a little bit at a time. And so, you know, that if something takes a little bit longer, I have more, like, time to work with that. But if I leave the whole thing until, like, Thursday night, Friday morning, you know, it's I can it's going to be a rush. And I know it's not going to be my best work. It's hard, too, right? Of, like, you don't want to rush and make the thing crappy. But on the other hand, if you're just left to your own devices, it may just never get done. And And so it's that weird dance between, like, artificially telling yourself, okay, this has to start now. And also not wanting to force out crap because, you know, no one's going to be happy with that. So, Would you find that your biggest sources of motivation are more internal or external? When I say internal motivation, I mean like more of self-motivation, like you motivate right. yourself. And by external motivation, I mean more of like top motivation. Like, you know, you're motivated because for a task because your parents taught you that it needs to be done or your society has taught you that it's important. I'm, I'm going to ask a follow-up question to your question and that is how similar do you think motivation and inspiration are for me motivation means like the the fire you have behind you to get a task done and inspiration i kind of think of like more as like the task or you have an idea to do something because someone else did something similar and it seemed really like interesting and and beautiful. Yeah, I, I could live with that. So it was like for me when you mentioned this is sort of uh, the, the way you had it in our run of shows like internal motivation versus external and external motivation for me the first place my brain went to is inspiration and seeing something that like just totally resonates with you and and so like for me uh, when I'm it sounds so heady but also like we run our own podcast so kind of the whole thing sounds heady but it's that idea of like when i'm trying to be creative oftentimes you'll see me like like if you were to have like an eye in the sky on my life during what i would consider to be creative time you'll often see me like watching a movie or watching a tv show or something like that and you're like wait a minute that's not being creative you're sitting there doing nothing and for me, I'm looking for that one line or that one song or that one camera shot that I'm like, oh, crap, that's what I needed right now. Not even that you're going to copy that or use that exact thing in your work, but for whatever reason, you just see something that like gives you fire from the mountaintops and you're like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is the one missing piece I needed. So you're looking for like a creative catalyst. Yeah, just something that for whatever reason like strikes you in a way that makes you realize, oh, this is something... Or maybe this even just reminds you of something that you could um, sort of channel into your work. Um, I don't know if phenomenon's the right word, but something I've found is when I have like a big decision to make or there's something that's sitting around in my head a lot, for whatever reason, my brain will go to a very specific line or quote of uh, one of maybe a handful of like shows or movies that I really like. And usually it's not consciously. It's just like for whatever reason, I can't get this darn thing out of my head. And so what I'll always do is I'll go back and I'll watch that episode or I'll watch that part of that movie or whatever it is. And it just like clicks of like, oh, that's why I was thinking about that. Because in whatever weird 
four-dimensional subconscious chess my brain is playing like that was the thing i needed to hear to relate to the situation right now um and and i feel like that happens a lot at least with me is oh wait a minute this and again it's all fictional so it's it's you know questionable at best to get your inspiration and, and advice from movies and tv but uh yeah I, I don't know it's just something that you'll see or that a character will say or something will just completely like flick on that light bulb and you're like okay now i'm working uh in terms of self-motivation or internal i think of that more as confidence of just like how much trust you have in your ability to get something done and and i i do feel confident i i would all i mean we talked about this in our confidence episode but if someone asked me like hey can you do this thing my immediate answer will be yes and then i'll immediately be like oh wait crap can i actually do that thing um and then i i feel like i i end up being able to pull it off more often than not. But yeah, I mean, self-motivation and like being motivated by yourself to do something. I don't know if I really experienced that. I think it's almost always external in some way. Um, I mean, is it self-motivation if you can induce or create external motivation, I mean, which is kind of like a, a cop out, but if, if you can find a way to find something external that motivates you on command is that self-motivation if, if it's if it's if the origin of the motivation is from yourself i think it is considered self-motivation i kind of consider like external motivation that external motivation versus internal motivation as a sort of switch from at least from my perspective childhood to adulthood because as children we're kind of like not really motivated to anything except maybe like video games and stuff like things aren't turn- like um just fun and just a good time but there's things like chores and stuff that at first we're not motivated to do because it's boring and so our, but our parents are like okay you have to do it because this this and the other reason this that and the other reason and then as we get into adulthood like i'm living on my own my parents aren't always watching me to do chores and to like keep up with like stuff like taxes and stuff but i know so i have to be self-motivated for things because I've, i know i don't do them i've had years of experience to know what the consequences look like and I've learned, like, okay, well, as, as not fun as these are, I have to do them because, you know, if I don't do my taxes, then I won't get a tax break, for example. Also, you'll get arrested because tax evasion's bad. Yeah, I guess. Um, or, or, you know, and if I don't do the chores, then we'll be living in filth. And the, so, like, I've, I've used to be more externally motivated as a youth, and now I'm more internally motivated. I still get externally motivated, especially in tax, with taxes, not taxes, with tasks like work and so forth, uh, because a lot of my motivation comes from, like, a boss or a coworker, um, or maybe another a, a customer. But as far as self-motivation, I'm learning as I get older that I'm more of this... I'm getting more sources of motivation from within rather than from outside we've done this all the time but that is so fascinating to me how we can have something in the show that to me like in because like we, we lay out the show a little bit before we start and i'll glance at something and be like oh okay i understand what we mean by this and then you and i will have two completely different interpretations of that thing and they're both right that's the thing is neither of them are wrong and, and so this idea of uh internal motivation or self-motivation versus external motivation or taught motivation for me that immediately it was crystal clear is oh it's confidence versus inspiration that's what we're talking about and for you it was motivation or something you want to do versus something someone teaches you to want to do and 
they're both right. That's the thing. It's it's really interesting. But that that's an excellent point of you never want to clean a toilet, but eventually you uh, people teach you values and ethic to the point where you realize if I don't clean the toilet, X, Y, and Z is going to happen. So even though it is kind of an external force that's telling you to do this thing, eventually you want to do it for yourself because you understand why it's important. And who knows? Maybe maybe Dr. House is right, and if you don't clean the toilet, your house will sound fire or whatever you were talking about yeah just freaking freaking put the house out jesus christ so so eric we're kind of nearing the end here but something we wanted to touch on before we go is this idea and we'll we'll just leave it at that i have some things to say about this one but this concept of sort of grit or or endless motivation someone who just it's it's a, a bottomless pit of motivation that they have and, and they never run out of steam. What What are your thoughts on that? Is that real? Is there someone that comes to mind uh, that seems to have that for you? Or do you think it's kind of a fallacy? Well, I, I bring this up because I recently saw an interview with Michael B. Jordan where he talks about his like um, work regimen and his like work, work ethic. And I was like, that's an example of a guy with grit. Someone who's just got an unending self-motivation uh, pattern and I look at that and it makes when I t- see people like that I think like I'm so lazy I'm not nearly as self-motivated I need to get my stuff together here's someone who's like doing it who has grit which is the most self-destructive thing you can do is compare yourself to highly successful people and say god I'm not even close to that I should just stop trying it's like that's the worst thing you can do for yourself I probably shouldn't be doing that I don't I just think of grit as this thing that like you hear in like TED talks and stuff and you hear like Oh, this is something that some people have and some people don't. And I, I, I used, I think I'm learning to look past that because I used to think like, oh, well, I'm just not as motivated as these people are, you know, inherently, and I probably will never be. But that, if I keep, I've learned that when I keep thinking about that, like you're saying, it's very self-destructive, and I'll just, I'll lose motivation by thinking about how you know lacking in motivation i am it's kind of this vicious cycle or vicious circle of you know thoughts that makes me lose motivation by the second well and it's that dumb cliche thing people have been telling you since second grade but it's true right of when you're comparing yourself to other people like don't worry about what john's test score was we don't freaking care about john what was your test score and let's improve on that or or what's your starting point let's improve on that by comparing yourself to others I mean, yeah, you're getting a read of the room, but they're approaching it with a different set of skills and a different circumstance and different motivation behind it. And so what they're able to achieve compared to what you're able to achieve, unless you're both starting from the exact same place, not really relevant at all because they got there in a completely different way. Um, and, and so looking at, you know, people like uh, Michael B. Jordan or, or whoever it is, for me, Casey Neistat comes to mind as someone who's just like ridiculously motivated. I, I think it, it's it's apples and oranges. And I think those people even who, who are essentially these, at least for you and I, pinnacles of, you know, that idea of grit or just never ceasing to have or rather to be motivated. Uh, I think even they have days, I'm sure, where they don't want to do anything because they're human. I, I'm sure everybody has those. And so for that, I think it's less about having, you know limitless motivation and more they have the projection of limitless motivation and and sort of this uh ego or this persona they've taken on has 
sent this idea that, that I mean, they're like the Energizer Bunny. They just keep going. When in reality, I'm sure they have to take Sundays off now and again like everybody else, you know? Yeah, and just go back to your metaphor about the two kids in school, you know, as people who watch Game of Thrones know, John knows nothing. I also know nothing because I haven't seen Game of Thrones, but I know that John is uh, Jon Snow. So how about that? Yeah, I'm not as stupid as you thought, Internet. So there you go. All right. Well, we're nearing the end of the podcast. Is there any final things you want to say about motivation, Colin? Not that any of the things we talk about on this podcast, we have a great handle on. That's the point of the podcast is we're, we're kind of, you know, wandering around in the dark and trying to figure it out. Um, but motivation, I think more than almost any other topic we've talked about on this podcast is something I struggle with. And I think it's something that everybody struggles with, especially quote unquote creative people, because that can be such a hard thing to do. Um, and so my advice, not just for the people out there, but for myself is, uh, you know, try to tune out the outside noise and find out what works for you. Cause motivation can be a weird, just oddball very individual thing that what works for you may not work for your buddy across the street and so just just kind of listen to yourself and and find out what works for you and then double down on that and don't second guess it just you know create a regimen or create a, a environment where you can do what you need to do in a way that is uh you know helpful absolutely i don't think i could have said it any better to be honest so i won't try to say anything more about motivation because you know then I'll just ruin it. Yeah, you don't want to ruin it, Eric. That'd be bad. Instead, I'm just going to close out the show. Well, folks, let us know what you think about motivation. We'd love to hear about it. And remember that this has been the Not Yet Adults podcast, which comes to you every single Friday. We've never missed one, not once. Which comes to you every Friday, you know, God willing, at 9 a.m. Pacific time on YouTube, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all sorts of podcast services. We're also all across social media such as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at NotYetAdults, as well as on our own subreddit, r slash NotYetAdults, which you check out if you have the time. If you have even more time and want to support the podcast, we'd love you to head on over to Apple Podcasts or iTunes if you're on iOS and leave us a rating review. We'd really appreciate it. It just takes a few minutes of your time. It helps us enormously. It helps more people discover the podcast, and we'd love it and really appreciate it if you helped us out in that way. We'll be back next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time talking about something new, and we're really looking forward to it. So stick around, stay tuned. Thanks for listening, and until next time, this has been Not Yet Adults. Bye.